Joining me today is fashion designer, author, books on the fusion between Catholicism and our faith when it comes to clothing and how we view ourselves as women. Lillian Fallon's here with me today, and this is a fun and different twist today. I'm in the season of clothes just being challenging. I've spent four, the last four years either in nursing clothes or in pregnancy clothes and then didn't really buy anything for postpartum and nursing. So it's just kind of been a frustration for my wardrobe. And I'm really, I really haven't bought anything over the last five years for my wardrobe. And so my question that I think many of us have as women is what are some of those essential things you should have in your wardrobe to keep it looking fresh no matter the season in life that you're in? Joining me now is Lillian Fallon to answer that question. Welcome, Lillian. Hey, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm looking forward to this topic because I know I need the tips and a lot of people are asking the same question and maybe we'll even touch on how to do it on a budget as well. Girl, yes. I had the exact same problem when I was in New York because I had a wardrobe full of crazy standout pieces, but I still felt like I had nothing to wear. I was like, how do I still struggle in the morning getting dressed? So I figured out some things, some tips for how to <laughs> to uh, create a foundation to your wardrobe. I appreciate that because I do. I've always kind of had a little bit of a bright and maybe a tad more eclectic taste, and a lot of it doesn't go with other things. And so, if you've had your wardrobe for a long time, it's difficult to, to pair. I admire yes. and sometimes wish I had that neutral tone to clothing, and I I just can't fully get myself to go there. So, what are some of those I essentials? <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. So. I want to say let's start with the feet because the shoes you wear really determines the rest of the outfit. And I would say that the thing that consistently helps me throughout the week is brown knee-high boots, which is sort of weird because you would think, oh, a black pair of maybe Chelsea boots. But I found that for me and my friends that we consistently go to the brown boots that are sort of knee-high. Sometimes there's a little heel and sometimes they're flat. But what you end up doing is wearing them with dresses. You end up wearing them with, you know, tights in the winter, Mm -hmm. um, skirts, or if you have pants, you tuck in the pants and they immediately elevate the whole outfit and make you look a little bit more pulled together because it's a cute little leather boot. Um, yes, I so, yeah. so agree with this. This is a great first one. And you know what's funny is that's the one thing in my wardrobe. But I'm like, well, at least I have my boots on and my outfit looks nice. The worst, though, is when yes. you go somewhere in the winter and they ask you to take <laughs> off your shoes. And I'm like cringing and putting up a fight. Even You're like, though get we've ready been there. to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the like the fitting room of a store I used to work at. Whenever people took off their boots, it was like you needed to wear a gas mask. It was rough. <laughs> <laughs> DSW has a lot. Madewell has a bunch, Everlane, and then I would lastly say Etsy or eBay is a really good route to go if you want to go vintage. Awesome. So you're saying if you're looking for the boots, GSW, Madewell, did you say Everlane? Yes. Everlane is a really fun option for things that are very like high quality, still in a reasonable price point, but also have a little bit of a vintage flair to it. So mm-hmm. yeah. And I learned... A number of years ago, and I also have a benefit because my husband comes from a family of cobblers who moved here from Lebanon. And so we have family shoe businesses and a question repair in the family. And so I get my boots repaired often, but That's I amazing. end up buying a pricier pair of boots about, it's been 10. 
10 or 11 years ago now. I was actually gifted them. And you know what? I just get them resold over and over again. Yes. A little bit. And even if I was paying more for it, it would be less than what I would be paying for a new pair of boots every one or two years. Amen to that. I have a pair of 1980s boots, the brown ones. I wear them nonstop. The heel just ripped off of them. I got to go to the cobbler and get it fixed. When you find quality items that are well-made and especially leather items, those will last you for like 20 plus years. Yes. I love it. Okay. So start with the shoes, brown knee, high boots. Okay. I'm there, but I Mm -hmm. think the next parts are the challenges for me. So what are your other closet essentials for keeping that wardrobe fresh? So you know what? This might be a curveball and it's a curveball for me because black wide leg pants have become something that I cannot stop wearing and that I want (laughs) to wear with every single outfit because I think that they create this really elegant silhouette because they look very graceful and long and chic, but they're so comfy and you can wear them with like a button up, like say a silk button up and you can wear that to work or you could wear that to church. Um, You could throw a blazer on it or you could have fun and put like a tank top or a little T-shirt. And then the outfit has a bit of that balance of like formal and then casual. Uh, So I've been wearing black wide leg pants for a long time. And another curveball is that I found them from American Eagle Outfitters. And I've been looking (laughs) for a pair for so long. Ones that, you know, kind of they fit your hips, but don't they aren't so tight that you're uncomfortable. So the ones at American Eagle Outfitters, I don't know, something that they're doing over there, doing it right. So are we going for a high waist or not? You know, I would recommend a mid, like a mid rise for that because then you can get a little bit more creative with the dressing up and dressing down because if they're high-waisted, they come across more formal. And if they're super low, it looks like you're from the early 2000s. But if you get a (laughs) mid rise... It's kind of that sweet spot. Okay, so mid-rise black wide leg pants. I'm challenged when it comes yes. to pants in long dresses because I'm short, but this is where I've had to embrace. I really learned that, and my mom always said that, it's not a matter of like you not being able to wear something style-wise. It's a matter of it just needing to fit your body. And so I've had to just yes. embrace that a lot of my clothes need to be hemmed. And so clothes often take that additional expense for me because just the way they fit. Mm-hmm. I feel you. I'm 5'10", so it's the opposite problem where I have to go and get them elongated or I have to order the long version of something. I found that if you're shorter and you wear something that even has like a little bit of a heel to it, it creates a lot of, uh, it kind of continues the line of your leg. Okay, so we've got the brown knee-high boots, a black wide leg pants with a mid-rise. Let's talk about other closet essentials. What do you have for us? Yes. Okay, so I would also say that a pair of light wash Levi's jeans that are more of that vintage style is also key because with the black ones, the black pants, you can end up wearing those to a lot of fancier things. But with a light wash Levi's pair, like Levi's jeans, those ones will end up being what you wear when you go out shopping, when you hang out with your girlfriends. Even if you want to go out for a date night, you could throw a pretty blouse on. And it has that timeless look to it, but still has that fashion edge to it because it is a vintage look. So I recommend a pair of Levi's. Definitely grab a black top with your favorite neckline. Normally, I'd be like, oh, just get a black top. But 
if you make sure that you're getting a neckline that is particularly flattering to, you know, your shape, it can be so confidence boosting. So for me, I really like a square neckline, but I have a friend who wears a boat neckline and oh my gosh, she looks like Audrey Hepburn whenever she wears it. And so I'd recommend getting yourself a black top with a really unique neckline that you love. I know that J Crew and Everlane tend to have these classic basic items, but they'll put a little flair on it depending on, you know, the season. And so you can kind of have some variation there. Is Everlane, excuse, I just don't know. Is Everlane online or is Everlane yes. a shop? Okay. Both. It's both. Okay. So Everlane started out, it's a sustainable fashion label, but they create basic items. So exactly the problem that we had when you look at your wardrobe and it's just all floral prints or leopard print and bright colors. And the problem is, okay, yeah, those things are all fun and cool, but they don't all go together. So what you want to do is try and find those classic basic items that can fill those gaps in your wardrobe and really create the foundation of your wardrobe, like the backbone essentially. And so Everlane has all of those really classic pieces and they're extremely well-made because it's so annoying when you go to the store, um, like say you go to Target or Walmart and you get something that's a classic, but then within a few wears, it's falling apart. What I found with Everlane is that it's very well-made. Like I have these kind of chino pants that are a wide leg and I've just worn them to like to smithereens, but they have not fallen apart at all. I've just, I wear them so much, but they are still really in good shape. So nice prices too. And J. Crew, my mom still stands by J. Crew always. And it's one I've not gotten into quite yet. But again, moms often, moms know where the good quality clothes are too. So it's a good place they to start do. with asking. They do. They've well. done their research. Yeah. Yes. On that same note, I would recommend getting a collared shirt. So I really love kind of a boyfriend fit for me personally. And I do find that on most women that I encounter, that boyfriend fit just looks amazing. It's something about it being so effortless, but also so chic and like crisp. So I recommend that in, in either white or your your favorite color. And definitely forego going to the mall for that one and just go straight to the thrift store because there are so many high quality button downs at the thrift store, like Ralph Lauren, really nice brand names. And they're higher quality typically because if they're made in the 80s, they're just better quality. So go to the thrift store for a collared shirt and then you can wear that with your pants, the the wide leg pants, maybe. Or what I like to do is I like to tie it over something. Like I'll wear it and then I won't button it, but I'll tie it up and I'll wear like a dress underneath. So that's another must have. Excellent. And tucking it in as well as an option you mentioned, wearing it unbuttoned, tying it with a top, pants. I think there's a lot of flexibility there. So you're saying white or Uh your favorite for that collared shirt with a boyfriend Mm -hmm. fit. And I love how each of these, it really does touch on all seasons of life. Like once you enter into your adulthood and you don't know what to look for, there you go. Here's some great professional and also just like wearable clothes that don't look like your teenage clothes that you were wearing all through college. Or if you're in any Mm -hmm. other season of life, you can wear this and look put together and it's keeping you fresh and young. Also, like as women, our bodies fluctuate and change, you know, 
I love to find pieces that don't make me freak out if I've gained some weight or if I've lost some weight. If I have a button down, it's going to look great no matter what time of year it is. And it's going to look good no matter where my body is at. And so I think that as women, it's important to find those items that can be flexible with our, how our body changes. And that's totally normal and good and healthy. What other tips do you have for shirts? So, um, oh, well, for shirts, definitely have fun with how you style it because with a button down, you can roll up the sleeves or pop the collar and that adds a little style change to it that personalizes it to you. You'll always see me going out with all the sleeves like rolled up really high and then and the collar pop. I would also recommend for dresses, my favorite wardrobe staple for dresses is a simple black loose shift dress. So I used to think that kind of the A-line form-fitting little black dress would be the thing that I'd wear the most. But I found that the black dress that's almost kind of just hangs on you and is breezy and flows a bit, that's the one that I wear the most because, first of all, it's black. So it already has that kind of elevated look to it. And then you can put things on top of it because with a lot of these items, the point is that you're going to style them with other things. You're going to throw a jacket over it. You're going to throw a blazer over it. Or like I said, you're going to put your favorite button down and tie it at the waist. And then you have a completely different outfit. You have these basic, simple items. But when you style them together, it's a completely different look. And you can repeat those items throughout the week. And nobody would even know that you're wearing the same thing over and over. It's because you're styling it differently. So if you have something like a simple, loose fitting black dress that maybe like hits at your knees or something, you can have so much fun with putting things on top of that. Even like putting a billowy like tank top on top and then it'll look like you're wearing a skirt with it. And I recommend searching uh, Banana Republic for that, Gap. And one of my favorite places that have gorgeous, simple dresses is a store that's online and it's called Dish, D-I-S-S-H. And they have the most beautiful, simple, comfortable dresses. These are great. Okay, do you have any mm -hmm. other pieces of uh, accessories, dresses? What are, what are some of your last tips for us? Yes. So my last tips would probably be um, a blazer. Try getting yourself a boxy blazer. I found that the ones that are super fitted, kind of circa 2000s, like when... We were all wearing business wear out to parties. Do you remember that when we were like kids and wearing like pencil skirts and blazers <laughs> that were super, it was like such a weird time in our lives, but try to go for a vintage fit. And that's why I, I recommend blazers from the 1980s or the 1990s. And you will find a plethora of those at the thrift store. I have a ridiculous addiction to vintage blazers and they're all from the thrift store and I all I paid like eight dollars or less for all of them um okay. so look for a vintage blazer I love this I know where to go I know what to look for you gave a couple of the items that are easy and cheap to grab at the thrift store you can keep your eyes peeled there as well for some of the others but this is I think so helpful because for me it's not just a matter of what do I need but where on earth do I go so Lillian these have been 
awesome tips for sprucing up our wardrobes. I do want to throw a question in your direction because I got this Nikki emailed. She's in Plymouth, Wisconsin, and she said, I lead a Bible study for teen girls, and this week our topic is modesty. I write the lessons myself, and of course, on such an important topic, I'm struggling with content. Do you have any tips about modesty? I'd love to hear your thoughts, Lillian, on what you would tell to teen girls today about modesty and how to navigate that. Oh, yes. Well, first of all, I always tell them to be creative with their style, because usually when you're being creative with how you're dressing, you start paying attention less to what's trendy and also what is appealing to the boys or whatever. And you start dressing in a way that's just fun and you end up wearing more things when you're being creative. I always tell them, hey, be as creative as possible. And when it comes to modesty, my big thing is asking a young girl, like, does anybody get to deserve to have access to your body like that? Does anybody get to be able to have that visual access to you because you are so precious and your body is something that nobody else should be able to just have access to. And so I try to put it in these terms of like, you know, would you just hand somebody your cell phone to look through? No, of course you wouldn't. That's your private business. And similarly with our bodies, not anybody should be able just to have access to it and even to have access to use your body in their minds. And we have to protect ourselves from that because our bodies are, we have to pay reverence to our bodies because it's a gift and we have to protect that gift. So that's kind of when I'm like talking to a young girl, like, hey, you got to protect that gift, but also be creative with how you're dressing. Don't just settle for the trends. You have something important and unique to say in how you dress and you can express the beauty of your soul. So why don't you find some garments that match the beauty of your soul. I think those are great key thoughts. And it's so challenging because then you say that like, hey, you're precious, you're worth being protected, honoring your body. And I feel like it just falls on deaf ears so often today. It's hard to hear, I think, during that season of being a teenager, I remember being there. And it might sound great and ideal, but in practice, you don't have a lot of examples around. And that's why I think this isn't, Lily, when I was really thinking about it, like, I think it's great that this is a lesson for teen girls that's being discussed, but it's not a one and done conversation. Mm -hmm. uh, that conversation, when it's addressed in a family setting, whether it's dressed at youth group, at school, wherever it is, that's just the exclamation mark in the middle of a paragraph on modesty. Because I think it's really shown and not told. You have to see examples yeah. of clothing that you actually like in a modest way. And that might not be the current fashion trend. And so I think when you say be creative with your style, Lillian, and have fun, that means for me, I kind of have to see it and practice somewhat yeah. to figure out what that looks like and how it could be perhaps flattering and comfortable on my particular body as well. Yeah. Well, what I love to do is search street style fashion on Pinterest. And it's funny because a lot of women will emerge like different women who have been captured from street style photographers. And you'll see so many cool outfits. And it's really actually surprising how many are really modest. I give presentations all the time to young girls about modesty. And I have all these photos across the entire presentation of women who are so cool and so well-dressed and so modest. But I'm pretty sure that these women are not necessarily Catholic or Christian but they have this understanding of their worth and they're expressing that through their clothing and their creativity. And so there is, when you're searching for really authentic style, 
specifically on, say, like if you're going to look on Pinterest for street style, you might be surprised at how many modest women actually end up popping up on there. Mm-hmm. And how often easy it is for people. I mean, I think what people are comfortable in are what they wear out more commonly rather than maybe perhaps what they dress up in for an event. So I do think that's really interesting. So street style fashion on Pinterest, something to go through if you're a parent trying to navigate ideas and again, find that style, be fun with about it and start to engage it. But at the end of the day, I think beauty really is an outward expression of the state of the soul. And sometimes there are a lot of things we're attached to as women that we have to navigate when it comes to our clothing and discovering modesty. That's Lillian Fallon. Be sure to check her out online. You can find her website, lillianfallon.com, along with her book, Theology of Style. We'll link to it on social media and in the episode notes. Thanks for being with us, Lillian. <laughs>